Hey guys, Julie Salant, how are you? Welcome back for the Master Life Path 11s. I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you so much for being here. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and comment. Thank you for watching the last video. I really appreciate it. Today, today's Sunday, and I wanted to do this quick video for you while I thought of it. Um, before I get into it, if you're new to the channel, welcome. My name is Julie Salant. I am a spiritual teacher. I help people find their gifts, help them get into flow and alignment, and then get them onto their mission of to why they're here on planet Earth. So I am here to help you in any way that I can. The Brave Academy is currently open. We are taking applications for that. If you are interested in signing up for that, there is an application fee. However, today, if you comment below and you're interested in joining and you type in no application, please send me the application, but no application, I will send that to you and you can save $500 on the application fee. So if you're interested, just type in the comments below, no application fee, and I will send it to you. So that's just for today um, or as soon as you can comment on this video. Also wanted to let you know that I did an awesome meditation to help you sleep because so many of us 11s, I don't know about you guys, but tell me if this is true. I've had a very difficult time sleeping lately. Um, I know there's a lot going on up in the skies. I know there's a lot going on with the moon and the turning of the tides. Um, the whole great reset that I've talked about, I have not been sleeping normally at all. Like, and I have always had insomnia, but I'm usually pretty decent. But the last couple of weeks, it's been tough. I've been getting up at 4, 4.30, 2, 2.30, and then going back to sleep. And then, I mean, all hours of the night, it's really crazy. If, um, if that's happening to you, let me know. I'm curious to know how many 11s are being affected by insomnia. And if you're getting up and you're able to go right back to sleep, or if you are getting up and then you're just bombarded by anxiety. Is that happening to you? Because it's happening to a lot of people that I work with, a lot of my clients, um, myself included. And I think it's just that there's so much going on in our minds that we're processing from the, the heavens, right? There's just a lot going on um, and a lot here on planet Earth too. I mean, no matter where you live, there's a lot of stuff happening on planet Earth and a lot of it's causing the 11s to have anxiety and we have anxiety no matter what, but it's been getting, you know, worse and worse and magnifying. So just let me know if that's happening to you. I'd be curious to know. Today's video, I want to talk about self-sabotage for the 11s. So as we know, the 11s are the most intuitive of all the numbers. We master life path number. We think about things all the time, like way more than normal other numbers, right? We, like I always say, you know, if you go into a movie with a three and you watch a movie, we are like, they're over it in a second. We're processing sometimes days later. We think about things from many, many levels and many perspectives. And that is actually an asset, but it can turn into self-sabotage if we overthink things because we are just energetically sensitive beings, right? From the get-go. We are thinking of how this will affect us, how energy affects other people, how what's happening around us or to us, not just affects us, but everyone that we're with. And we process things a lot differently. It takes us longer. I think we think through many different scenarios and it's just the way that we're built. But my question today is what would happen if you stopped processing so much? Would it be better 
if we didn't process as much as we do? And if so, how can we turn this off? Because it can get to the point where, you know, it's really good to think about something three different ways. But when you get to like 20 different ways, you know, you're, that gets from, I'm thinking about things because I want to make sure that I make the right decision for myself. But the other way where you're thinking about things, 20 to 30 different scenarios, right? Or perspectives, that's overthinking. And overthinking and thinking things through is two different things. And I think there's a line that a lot of 11s kind of walk, right? Where we really want to execute correctly. We don't want to make mistakes. We want to be seen as, you know, somebody that has it all together. And so we think about things from many different ways, but the other side of the coin is we overthink. And then what happens is we don't execute at all. We actually spend our time overthinking and that leads to like analysis paralysis where you're like, okay, well, this could happen. That could happen. Okay. Well, wait, if I change this around then that could happen, but wait. And you end up thinking about things so much that nothing happens because you're kind of like, well, I don't know. I got to still think about what I just thought about and I'm still thinking about it and on and on it goes. And I was thinking about how 11s, the mindset is always a big deal for us because we're always, I feel, struggling with how things are and how they could be and how we want them to be versus how they are right now. And because we're so sensitive energetically, you know, we can move from someone who's being very charismatic, very inspired in action, who really wants to execute and do really well to someone who has analysis paralysis they think about things forever. They never make a decision. And then they're kind of like, you know, a month can go by, six months can go by, a year can go by, and you're still in the same spot you were a year ago because you're still thinking about it. You're still unsure. And that's not good, right? So I wanted to give you three different ways that you could kind of get out of this self-sabotage type of overthinking. And the first one is, you know, Many of you that I speak to, you, you view, I think this is common, your future self as your best self. In other words, if I said to you right now, what does your future look like? What do you want that to encompass? You might say things like, okay, I want to lose X amount of weight. I want to have this kind of job, or I want to have my own business, making X amount of money, doing this kind of work. And I want to live here and I want, or I want to travel, right? I want to live a laptop lifestyle, whatever. A lot of times we're so consumed with the ending of how that looks, right? That we're unhappy in the here and now. And we forget that the here and now is real life. So the the past is gone, but the future hasn't happened yet, but we're so focused on creating a future. And that's a good thing, right? But what happens is at the same time, the here and now is where you're at, but you're not happy. And then that becomes almost like self-sabotage because you're unhappy with how you look, the money you're making or the money you should be making. Your weight isn't where you want it to be. The job isn't what you want it to be. The business isn't pulling in as much as you think it should. You're not maybe where you want to live and on the list goes. So you can get caught kind of in this place where you're kind of not enjoying your real life, right? Because you want so much for the future to come forward, but yet you can't make the future come forward any faster because you're still in the here and now, but you're not enjoying the here and now, right? And my goal when I talk to people is 
we have to start enjoying the here and now, right? I tell people, you know, I went on a weight loss journey last year where I lost a bunch of weight. I was very unhappy with the way I looked. I changed everything. I started working out every single day, changed my eating and it worked, right? I lost a lot of weight. I feel a lot better about myself. Now I maintain it. I work hard to maintain it, right? But what I learned was to fall in love with the process and I had no choice. And I'll tell you why. When you're working out, it's, you know, I like to work out, but let's face it. Nobody wants to work out six days a week. I mean, unless you're really into it, but that's a lot, right? But I was so like, I have to lose this weight. I was on a mission. I was driven. So I was very like, I have to do this and I'm doing it. And I executed, I did it. But if I didn't fall in love with the journey of this is where I'm at and accepting where I'm at, right. And I'm okay with it because I know I'm changing. And I know, I know I'm moving forward and I know it takes time, right. It's going to take me a while to get to where I want to be because it took me a while to get here. It didn't come in one day or one week or one month, right. If I didn't do that, then I would have given up because I wouldn't have loved going to the gym, right. I would have lost my, my enthusiasm for it. I would have been like after a couple of weeks, oh, I'm done with this. I'm tired. I'm not doing this anymore. So I had to make myself fall in love with it. And the way I did it was instead of saying, oh, I have to go to the gym today. Oh, oh. I was like, I get to go to the gym today or I have to be on my diet or I have to eat this or I have to eat that. I was like, I get to eat this. I get to eat that. Just that one switch, that one word from I have to, to I get to, two different ways it feels in your body, right? I have to do this. That means you don't want to do it. That means you're doing it for another reason. That's like, I should be doing this. I don't really want to, but I should be. Versus I get to, right? I get to go work out today. That's like my time. I made it like my time. Like I made it like, instead of I have to drag myself there and it sucks and I don't want to be there. I made it like, I get to go work out today. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is my time for myself. And by the time I'm done, I'm going to feel so much better because it's a step on my way to my goal, which is losing X amount of pounds, right? That's the way you have to think of it. So you have to make it like special for yourself. Like, okay, I get to do this. There's a big difference in your body and in your mind when I have to versus I get to. Because one is I have to, like you dread it versus I get to, like it's an opportunity. You know, I get to wear amazing clothes. That's like, well, awesome versus, oh, I have to wear this. I hate it, right? So we need to learn how to accept ourselves and our circumstances for what they are, knowing that they're going to change, knowing that we're working on them. But what it does is instead of pushing it away, you're bringing it forward, you're accepting it because once you accept it, there's no more resistance to it. Do you see? And when there's no resistance, you're back in flow. And when you're in flow, everything's working for you. So self-acceptance equals no resistance. I got to write this down. This is good. I just thought of this. Self-acceptance equals no resistance. And that is the key to you moving forward, right? One of them. The second one is, you know, a lot of you guys are so focused on the goal and that you're missing kind of the life that you could have. So I guess what I'm saying is as a second part to that, you need to embrace the future a little bit more because some people go the opposite way, right? They're so engaged with the now, they don't focus enough on the future. 
You know, it's kind of, like I said, a fine line. So if you don't focus enough on the future, then you're going to stay stuck where you are right now. And that's not where you want to be because you're always trying to be better than yesterday, right? 11s always want to be better. Always. That's the way we're built. We like goals. We like lists. We like to cross things off. We like to just say, I accomplished this. I accomplished that. Let's go. Let's keep going. That's what we like to do, right? 11s always need to have a goal. We're very goal oriented. When we have a goal, we're happy. It's just like all animals, like a job, like dogs love jobs, horses love jobs. Same with 11s. We love a job. When you have a job, and I'm not saying a J-O-B, like I'm a, I'm a salesperson or I'm an artist. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about a job in your life of where you want, like where you want to go, what you want to do, how you want to affect the world, that type of thing. When we are focused on a goal, that's when we're, we haven't taken inspired action. We're charismatic. We are just running on all four cylinders. We help people. We're energy, energetically sensitive. We're at our best. When we don't have a goal, we drift. I've noticed this a lot. This is where we get in trouble. This is where we overthink. This is where we're not as passionate. This is when we're not enjoying the now. We're kind of stuck somewhere in limbo. We don't really know where we are, but we know we're not moving forward but we're not back in the past either. You're kind of in no man's land. So if that's you right now, I would encourage you to start setting some goals for yourself because you can have goals in every sector of your life, physically, professionally, personally, spiritually, energetically. I would encourage you to do that, right? Because each of us needs, the 11s especially, we need to be focused on some sort of goal. If you can set the goal and then you'll take the inspired action towards it. You'll be happier. You'll take the, you know, you have the charisma towards it and it will eliminate the overthinking, you know, kind of just staying stuck where you are and then feeling sorry for yourself because that's what happens to us. And then we just stop. A lot of us just slow down and stop and that's not good. So that's number two. The other thing is, and I talked about this in the beginning, we're talking about roadblocks, you know, when we're overthinking things, I would seriously ask you to think about this. Are the roadblocks that you have real or are they fake, imaginary? And what I mean by that is a real roadblock can be, I don't have the money to do what I need to do, but you can get around that. It can be a real roadblock, I'm gonna give it to you, but at the same time, you can get around that. A, a, one that's not would be I'm not ready because sometimes you just have to take the leap and do it, right? But a lot of times we're going to say things like, I'm not connected enough. I don't have the money. I don't, I don't have the time to write my book. I don't have the, the money to write this film. I'm not talented enough. And if you say those things and you believe them, they're going to come true. Whatever you believe and put energy towards is what grows. Versus think about a lot of people that have pushed through that had a lot more I had a lot less than you do. In other words, when you really want to do something, nothing can stop you. Let's be, let's be real with each other, right? So let's just say that you want to put a film together, or let's just say you want to put an app together. And you're like, right now, I don't have the money. Okay, but you can get investors, right? Or you can take a loan out, or you can work on it and save for it. There's a lot of different ways that you can do things. I know somebody that made a bunch of movies with no money 
and he did it all by barter system. So he was a teacher and he would have his students, he'd ask some of his students that already graduated um, to be in the film. And so they would do the acting, but he said, I can't pay you, but I can give you X amount of training that normally you would pay for if you were taking something at the college level, right? There's lots of ways you can do things. So I don't want you to think about, well, I don't have the money. I'm not, I can't do this. I can't do that. There's always ways. If you really want something bad enough, you can make it happen. You will make it happen, right? But are the roadblocks that are in your mind and that you say out loud, are they real? Because I would say almost every roadblock you can probably get around, right? You can find secondhand, like if you said, I want to make a movie, but I don't have anything. If you have a phone, use your phone, use your iPhone. It's got, it's amazing. And if you needed to have like, um, you know, professional stuff, you could barter with somebody who has it. You could pay them what you can now and then take a break and then pay them later. Again, like to do it in sections. There's just a bunch of ways you could do it. But by saying like, I don't have the money, I'm not ready. I don't have the wherewithal. I'm not connected. That doesn't help you. It's, it's not going to move you forward. You are the only one who can stop yourself, right? So I would really encourage you to move forward no matter what. All 11s need goals. All 11s need to be focused on something because that's how we work. Stop overthinking, right? Fall in love with the journey. Fall in love with where you're at right now and realize do the, the roadblocks that I have, are they real or can I get around them? Because most of them, I think you can get around. Let me know in the comments if this helped you. I'd love to hear what you think. Don't forget to let me know if you want the NOFI application and also if you're interested in the meditation to sleep, I will put a link to that as well because it's really awesome. It's been working for a lot of my clients. All right, guys, thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon.